Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Jenny Hatch Show at Blogging Mothers Magazine. My special today is Sherry Kane. Sherry Kane, welcome to the show. Hi, Jenny. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. We are doing a show today about the H1N1 vaccine and the effect it's had on pregnant women. Sherry and I have been doing uh, reports and uh, online activism around this this drug for over eight years. And such as some things that have happened in the media the last few days, I felt like it was important that we go ahead and create another podcast around this topic. So, Sherry, could you talk about the protest that we organized back in 2008-2009? Yeah, actually um, you had contacted us. It was in Denver and we, Lennon and I, Dr. Leonard Horowitz and I, we flew down to Denver to join you and what we did was we named names of people involved in the genocide and the way that they are conducting the genocide is really through vaccination. And, uh, and then the the whole uh, agenda is for population control. That's why they are targeting pregnant women. And people don't realize that. And, they're, you know, all this fear is going out about getting flu shots while, people, while these women are being pregnant and all this enticement from their peers and their doctors. And then they go and they get injected and then they miscarry, like in this latest article, or the baby has defects that the mother has comes down with different kinds of ailments it and what you did and it was amazing what you did setting up this rally in denver and you and i got up and we basically had these wanted for genocide posters of the queen of england and david rockefeller and a bunch of other people involved and we exposed them by naming their names well and so many people who are attempting to expose evil in our society will call these people the Illuminati or globalists or they make it seem like they're, they're untouchable because they never name their name. And so I felt like it was really important that we just stand up on the steps of the Capitol in Denver and yell out their names. And that would have some power. And I think it's here, Sherry, because the main video that was taken of us was recently pulled off of YouTube. And I didn't record this event. We, we, we didn't record the protest. There were some activists in the audience who recorded us doing this, naming the names. And one of these guys has been the main source for sharing that video. And those videos have been pulled down. And you can kind of tell the truth of something based on trying to suppress. Exactly, exactly. And I'm so surprised that they actually do. Well, I'm not really surprised. I mean, it took them, what I'm surprised is it took them so long. Uh, you know, those videos were up since 2010, and now suddenly they're being pulled down. 
and it's because right now the heat is really on the CDC after the film Vaxxed and then our film Unvaxxed, the documentary for Robert De Niro, people are really starting to wake up to the truth. And the heat is really on now with this new study from the Mayo Clinic basically stating that there has been studies that show that pregnant women were getting having miscarriages that had gotten the flu shot. So our video really shows you who those perpetrators are. Not only that, but it also exposes the partnership for New York City, which shows you basically where the money went to rebuild the 9-11 Trade Center. And it went actually to the city center in Las Vegas. We actually made a film called Pharma Whores, the Showtime Sting of Penn & Teller. And you look at the people on the partnership for New York City, you had Rupert Murdoch and Lloyd Blankfein, who were the co-chairmen of the partnership for New York City. And here you have, you know, media moguls, Rupert Murdoch and Lloyd Blankfein, and Murdoch was Fox. Uh, And then you have um, Lloyd Blankfein from Goldman Sachs. And you look at what how they're involved in healthcare, And then there's a whole long list of other media moguls that are on the board at the Partnership for New York City that are also involved in healthcare, basically the genocide, pushing the vaccination agenda. You had... Um, Why don't you talk about Rupert Murdoch's mother, Elizabeth, down in Australia, and how right. she was tasked with the job of making sure that the world could know that this vaccine was safe for pregnant women. Right. She she ran the Royal Woman's Hospital in Melbourne, Australia, that conducted the first swine flu vaccination on pregnant women. And Rupert, her son, Rupert Murdoch, the media mogul, he actually ran the uh, basically the first testing on young children. He partnered up with CSL, which was a division of Merck Pharmaceuticals, to create these test these uh, trials on untested vaccines on children. Now, why would a media mogul and why would his mother be perpetrating this genocide? And that's what we uncovered, you know, with uh, studying the partnership for New York City and all the long list of people involved, how it's all intertwined with the bankers, with the uh, medical cartel, and with the media. And wasn't it the House of Windsor, literally Queen Elizabeth II, that took out the first patent on the H1N1 vaccine? Well, I'd have to study that some more. I heard, I heard something about that, but I don't have enough information to clarify on that. But, yeah, I mean, please share whatever you know on that. That would be awesome. Well, in the body of this uh, podcast, I put the posters that you created. And as you said, um, most people are not aware that the pe- people who own the media, Reuters and Wall Street Journal, these same people are still living and they have their hands in Big Pharma as well. Um, I know Leonard, Dr. Leonard Horowitz is an expert on how the media is used to manipulate the public. Is Len available to come on and talk about that? Hold on for a minute. Yes, yes, in about five minutes he'll be available. Okay, great. <laughs> um, I also would like to explain um, how researchers and vaccine activists who predicted exactly what happened. For about a year before my rally, um, we, we were all on the Internet yelling at the top of our lungs on the various platforms that we had, don't get this vaccine, especially if you're pregnant. 
It is literally, it's been designed to kill your baby. And so, you know, we were yelling as much as we could, warning people, and it was just like we were spitting in the wind and it was hitting us right back in the face because obviously millions of people stepped up to get the shot. Right. Well, I mean, we, we did our best to basically get the word out, but obviously we were censored. Uh, our YouTube channel was taken down in 2014 right right before that Ebola fright that went out. So they've done their best to censor us. And now with this latest takedown of us participating in the Denver rally that you had organized is just one more thing that shows you that that's what they're about. They're about silencing the people so you don't get the message out. People continue to get vaccinated. Uh, you know, they're targeting people that aren't really on the Internet doing any research. They, these are the people that are glued to their television sets that sit there all day. A lot of homemakers, uh, people that work at home, sit there on the, listening to the TV all day, a lot of elderly people. And basically they're just continuing to listen to these commercials, enticing them to try the new pharmaceutical drugs for every single twitch and itch. And, you know, you have then the uh, vaccinations, like get your flu shot. And that's constantly told to them, if you don't get your flu shot, you have a risk, you could die. All of these things that are fear-based. Anybody can, anybody can like, take, take notice that has any, any kind of sense and understand that the flu, we all get the flu. I mean, we've all had it in our life. It goes away in three days. You take vitamin C, you take really good pH 8 adjusted drinking water, and also we have oxysilver that helps keep uh, the immune system up. So there's you know, no reason why you need to get the flu shot, which comes with all of these side effects. Anyway, I'm going to let uh, Dr. Horowitz come on now, and he's going to speak. Hi, Jenny. How are you? Hey, Len. Thanks for joining us. I should have put your name on. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You just dropped out when you started to introduce me and say I put your name up. So right now I don't hear you at all, Jenny. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you hear me now? Yes, I hear that now. Okay. Dr. Len is in Hawaii, and I'm in Colorado. So apologies if there's any uh, difficulty with the technology. Dr. Len, why did you take the time to come to a protest in Denver that a homemaker like me organized that I don't have any scientific background? Why would you kind of drop everything and come be the keynote speaker at that event? That's a really great question. The answer is pretty simple. Uh, Our hearts are involved in trying to do the best we can to wake people up and save lives. And actually, after years of litigations, which is pretty distracting and diverting for me in my work in public health and consumer activism and protection and safety, Uh, I know there's a public duty doctrine, uh, Jenny, and that we all have that doctrine. We all have a duty to protect people's lives. We have brothers and sisters. We're based on a Christian nation. Uh, We are supposed to be fearing God and loving God and understanding and having faith in the creator and how we're restored by the creator. And basically we're in a community. This is a community of godly people that the United States of America is purportedly based on. And there are laws that basically, in fact, it's 42 U.S.C. 1986 that says that if I don't 
yourself and your children. And I know that something you're about to do is going to damage you or your children. Then I'm actually equally liable and responsible for the damage. And so that you could actually sue me and people could sue me right now because I know that vaccines are causing amazing, vast amounts of sickness and disease and devastation of families, communities. Uh, the entire nation is devastated really economically because if you understand when people get sick, they become a burden on the system. Insurance rates go up. Uh, Medicaid, Medicare costs go up. And we're witnessing a reduction in working output. And so when people get sick because of vaccinations, it really takes a toll on everyone. And so I came to that event because I am a loving person. I'm an intelligent person. And the creator actually has put me in a position where I view the evidence and realistically, rationally come to a conclusion that we're dealing with genocide. We're dealing with a cartel that favors genocide for profit. Uh, these are arrogant people. Uh, they're literally, in my opinion, satanic, because you can't engage in criminal psychopathology and make a, a ruling or decision or pass legislation that mandates genocide or vaccinations and not be criminally deranged. Because at the highest levels, based on the evidence that I am looking at, that you're looking at, Sherry's looking at, those at the highest levels know what they're doing. Bill Gates has lectured extensively on not only more recently releasing uh, genetically modified mosquitoes, which he is also very aware can pass diseases as well as uh, the whole matter of injecting vaccinations via these uh, mosquitoes, vectors, but the reality also, he knows very well that his Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is at the forefront of distributing deadly and toxic vaccines, uh, is causing re a reduction of populations. He lectures on that in the TED conference. You can go online. Uh, we have that up, for example, on revolutiontelevision.net. You can watch Bill Gates explain why he justifies vaccinating the planet. He, he says he loves vaccines because they're going to reduce the population by about 15%. Well, that's uh, counterintelligent. It, it doesn't make sense that we would inject populations with something that's going to reduce the number of people. But what he's not saying is that it's going to be reducing populations most profitably for the investors in the drug companies. And he's heavily engaged through, as Sherry mentioned, organizations like Goldman Sachs and uh, the Murdoch Enterprise, the media. Don't forget Bill Gates is Microsoft. That's MS. That's MS in MSNBC. So you see that the media is indeed controlled by people who have a very, very, uh, you know, ex expert uh, understanding of the risks in vaccinations, and they then spin vaccinations through their media manipulations into positive things and, uh, you know, tells everybody, like Sherry mentioned, you know, we've got to get you all vaccinated, you know, come get your flu vaccines. And really, when they're promoting that so heavily, 
you have to question, well, what are they not telling you? Uh, they're making money off of people's suffering, and that's counter to what my mission in life is. Well, even in the weeks and months leading up to the protest, I contacted every news agency, local, alternative media, and alternatives, and some across the league. The only people who showed up to the protest were the guys from We Are Change Colorado. And what we who are activists have learned is that we've had to become our own media because the mainstream media and even some of the alternative media will not cover us. You know, that's a very important point, and I think people need to kind of uh, look at that point from a different perspective, and that perspective is a legal perspective. In law, Jenny, silence is evidence. And, uh, in fact, there's, uh, if you go and do a legal search, you'll see that the Honorable Judge Brandeis, the U.S. Supreme Court Justice, of course he's deceased now, but years ago, he made the statement that if you're silent about something that incriminates you, then you have literally evidence against you in a court of law, and that the the court of public opinion in this case has the evidence that you're talking about. We see that the media is not only averting and omitting the vaccination issue, and that's critical. Uh, a critical omission, for example, in law, is fraud. Omissions, misrepresentations in law is fraud. If you're trying to get somebody to do something, persuade them to do something they wouldn't normally do if they had all the information, that's fraud and that's actionable in a court of law. Well, what you're talking about is actionable. We just haven't gotten the right people together yet, the right lawyers, the right activists to file a lawsuit against the media, because the media under the Constitution has a duty, a public duty, just like I mentioned earlier, and that when they evade and they omit and they misrepresent and they twist and distort what is really happening in the vaccine arena, then they're liable for the damages, and of course in a class action lawsuit, the damages are in the trillions, if not hundreds of trillions of dollars, because they've devastated the nation, and besides that, it's treason when you undermine national security and the risks of public health and safety by fraud, then you have an actionable claim for a mass movement, really, and certainly a class action lawsuit. So that silence that you're witnessing, the suppression, the censorship, we have likewise witnessed it. We have, in many cases, actually documented it uh, for litigations. Uh, We have been, unfortunately, because of lacking finances, we don't get enough sponsors. We don't get enough support. Uh, we urge people to please support us by buying great products on CureShop.com or HealthyWorldStore.com because that's what sustains us and that's what sustains our efforts. These organizations and, and these online stores help to fund what the activism that you're listening to right now is all about. So, you know, there's a lot that we can do that we really must do if we want to save our children and our children's children and the future of our nation. Thank you so much for that analysis because I think you bring a depth of understanding that the average consumer just doesn't know. And 
I know I have been very frustrated that um, friends, families continue to get the combination H1N1 and regular flu shot even while they're pregnant. And, and no amount of pleading from me can convince them that they're putting their children at risk. And I don't know what it's going to take to switch things. It sure seems like the media this week is getting into, um, you know, a mode of, of trying to preempt in the vaccine, the dermal vaccine, which implicates the H1N1 in, in miscarriage. But um, as a persuader so far, um, I think most, most of my closest is pretty much the because I can Yeah, I'm sorry you broke up quite a bit during that, Jenny, but comment, and then I'll give the phone back over to, to Sherry Kane. Uh, the uh, issue that you raised that people are blind, they're deaf, dumb, and blind. You can bring a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And that is literally a mechanism of the ego mind. The challenge to activists and educators and vaccine realists is the fact that you're dealing with beliefs and attitudes that the media has instilled through indoctrination and fraudulent education. So over and over, people get the false message, the big lie, which is that vaccines are safe and effective. You hear that time and time again, oh, vaccines are safe and effective. Oh, vaccines are safe and effective. You know, oh, we eradicated polio. We eradicated smallpox with vaccines. False, completely false. And you can start to do the research, and, and it's not long before you find today that good news about the Internet is a lot of information is right at your fingertips and a click of a mouse. So the reality is that persuasion, population control, is based on population persuasion. And that's what the polls do. They assess where people's uh, levels of beliefs and attitudes and voting behavior or other behavior are we going to vote for mandatory vaccinations, for example? If the uh, support for that legislation is not there, then a lot more of the money is spent on media persuasion and advertising and false propaganda, and that's how then the population is managed, manipulated, and literally um, coerced by fraud to accept their own demise. And so that's genocide, and that, unfortunately, because it's also damaging the environment, it's omnicide. You know, you're killing virtually everything. You're killing uh, the various species that are on so many on the verge of extinction, and I believe that we are too. You know, if we keep polluting and genetically modifying and manipulating and tragically causing these illnesses that, a blind eye, you know, there's another aspect of law, aiding and abetting by willful blindness. So if I see a drug company killing people and I'm just going to close my eyes to it or think, oh, well, I am, you know, too small a person, I can't make a difference in saving lives. Well, again, it goes back to 42 U.S.C. 1986 where I'm responsible for the neglect. It's literally called the neglect to prevent 
law. And so, again, my willful blindness and my attitudes and beliefs that won't allow me to save a life because I've just been dumbed down and I'm just too stupid and I'm too uh, in my own world because of that. Well, again, all of these are tragically uh, compounding the challenge that you have as an activist and we have trying to go against uh, this tide. And uh, it is a, a major challenge, but yet, you know, you are a very, very faithful person, likewise Sherry is, and I am. And we know who wins in the end. And we know that darkness can't withstand light of truth, and that's why you work as hard as you do, and we do too, and God bless you for it, for bringing the light of truth to this issue. Well, thank you, Dr. Leonard Horowitz, for your time. I so appreciate it. I will finish up now with Sherry talking more about pregnancy and what's happening in the media. Thank you. Quite welcome. Thank you. Thanks for the interview. Here's Sherry. Hi, Jenny. Hi. That was awesome. Could you hear me okay? Mom said he was having trouble hearing me. Yeah, it's still going in and out. I, I, uh, It just kind of feels like, I don't know, maybe maybe we're just, maybe it's being hacked. It would make sense, right? They don't want this information yeah. out there for sure. I tried to have an interview with Jeffrey Jackson, the founder of the Valkyrie's website. He actually attended the protest in Denver. And um, I couldn't to make a podcast, and it was obvious they didn't want us talking together. So I hope, I hope this is actually working. I guess we'll see when it's finished. Um, that was pretty much the only information that I wanted to get out of this podcast was the control of the media, the fact that it's the elite who are making the money from the vaccine patent. And um, I see that this week the media is, is going whole hog in trying to do damage control about this study linking miscarriage to the H1N1. One of the things that we observe, those of us who are watching it closely, is that in 2011, there was a huge spike in CFS around H1N1. And uh, people who follow statistics were just sort of, you know, scratching their head. What happened in 2010 to cause all these spontaneous abortions, all these women miscarrying their babies? For a while, they couldn't figure it out. And then finally, they started putting the pieces together around around the bird flu pandemic. And so um, I was horrified as I watched it. And I, I went and found as many of these miscarriage stories as I could. And I created podcasts and blog posts just telling these women's stories and offering to them to come on my radio show to share what had happened to them. I didn't have anyone contact me, but I would like to put that offer out again. If you're someone for the last eight years of miscarriage after getting a flu shot or an H1N1 shot, I would love to talk to you and get your story out in, uh, in the ether of the Internet. Shelly, do you have anything else you want to share? Yeah, I wanted to let everybody know that we have a website called fluscan.com, and that gives a, a whole plethora of information on the flu, the scam behind it, who's behind it, and that we put that out in 2009, so or 2008. So it's been up there for a very, very long time. And another researcher. Can you hear me? 
Sherry? I can't tell if you're on the call or not. Hello? All right, we got this Jerry Kane in um, Hawaii. So I'm going to close down this podcast now. Um, the final thing I'd like to say is to reiterate that if you have lost a child while you were pregnant after getting a vaccine, I would love to have you on the show. So you can contact me through my website, JennyHatch.com, and we can go ahead and schedule a, a radio show for you to share your story. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.